1: Shalom, and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler, and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview, and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's pray together. Avinu Melkenu, our Father, our King. We thank you and praise you for this season of great joy and great peace and great love. And we ask, Father, that you would pour out your spirit upon us, that we could be part of that, that representation of you that brings joy to the world. So, Lord, uh, anoint us to your service. Let us dedicate our lives to you, and let us learn to serve not only you, but our fellow man. So we bless you, and thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Okay, well, it is important to understand these celebrations, and we are right in the middle of Hanukkah. And uh, I pray that you're using your Hanukkah Haggadah to enrich your life with the Lord, and, and you are using it for outreach to family, friends, and neighbors. You know, Hanukkah began... Uh, Tuesday evening, that was the first night, December 12th, and so we continue for eight uh, more nights. Uh, Tonight, we have our sixth candle and the Shamas, which if you don't know what that is, I'll explain it to you. As the past three weeks have been a great joy to hear about the ministry of Stuart Winograd and... Uh, His ministry is called Reach Initiative International. I I pray that you were blessed by that interview. And I would just remind you that if you would like to... uh, At the end of this year, which we are approaching very quickly, give a year-end gift to the ministry of Heart of Messiah. That would be wonderful. We could really use it as we depend on your gifts. We'd love to send you out a new booklet that I've put out called Rejoice Always, and that is, of course, free for anybody who calls Karen. At 813 831 5673. Rejoice Always is just uh, a practical way to rejoice, even when things are going difficult. I know nobody has difficulties, right, in the listening audience. Everybody is doing just fine. <laughs> Well, even if we're doing fine in the Lord, I know there are bumps in the road. So this booklet on Rejoice Always, you might want to call Karen for it. Okay, let's look at Hanukkah today. Hanukkah is probably the best-known Jewish holiday, mostly because it's at the same time as Christmas. Uh, many Jews think of this holiday as a Jewish Christmas Um You know, Christmas uh, customs or gift-giving and decorations. And for a Jewish people, they probably call their tree a Hanukkah bush. (laughs) However, the root of Hanukkah was a fight against spiritual and cultural assimilation and the freedom to worship God. Yet it has become the most assimilated secular holiday on our calendar. How could this happen? Is this a biblical holiday? Should we celebrate it? Let's examine it, and we'll start off with a little history, right? Approximately 325 years before Yeshua, Alexander the Great conquered Syria and Egypt and Israel, but allowed the lands under his control to continue observing their own customs, their own religions. Everything was so good that... Many Jews assimilated into a Hellenistic culture, adopting the language, the customs, and the dress of the Greeks. Does that sound familiar? Where things are so good that we assimilate? Well, yes, like Jews and Christians in America today, even believers have assimilated into secularism, as their biblical standards have been lower, so that they can seem normal to the people around them, right? <laughs> well, any anyway, rate, back to history, otherwise, I'll talk about that forever, right? So Antiochus the Fourth came into control. He began to oppress the Jews. He put one of his priests in the temple. He killed Jews, he made it against the law to practice the Jewish religion, and he even had pigs sacrificed in the temple. Mattathias and his son Judah Maccabee led a revolution, and after many tough battles they won. So they went to rededicate the temple and found it was a mess. According to tradition, as recorded in the Talmud, and you know the Talmud is the One of the commentaries on the Bible, at the time of the rededication, there was very little oil left to light the menorah, or the the menorah is the candelabrum in the temple. So there was only enough oil to burn for one day. Yet a miracle happened; it burned for eight days. So that's why we have an eight day festival. Uh, It was declared to remind us of the miracle. Note that this holiday commemorates the miracle of the oil lasting eight days, not the military victory that the Jews had. Because honestly, Jews do not glorify war. Okay. Is, is this in the Bible? Actually, no. The only verse in the Bible that talks about Hanukkah is in the book of John, in the New Covenant. John ten twenty two and 23, it says, Then came Hanukkah. It was winter in Jerusalem. Yeshua was walking in the temple around Solomon's colonnade. Your translation might say at the time of the Feast of Dedication. Well, that's what Hanukkah means. It means dedication. So this was the Feast of Dedication. So Hanukkah is mentioned in the Bible, but really, that's about it. And as I mentioned to you, Hanukkah means dedication or consecration. So in 164 B.C., Uh, This time period is called the intertestamental period. It's a term used to refer to a period of time between the writings of the Hebrew scriptures and the Christian New Testament texts. Now, interesting enough, much of the information on Hanukkah is actually found in the Apocrypha. You know what the Apocrypha is? It's a selection of books which were published in the original 1611 King James Bible. And these books were positioned between the Hebrew Scriptures and the New Testament, there are 15 books, and they are still part of the Catholic version of the Bible, yet they're really not part of the Protestant uh, Bible or a Jewish Bible, which is interesting because two of the books are called First Maccabees and Second Maccabees. And so they're in this ap- apocrypha, and they tell the story of Hanukkah. Though that's interesting historically, because most of us don't see the Apocrypha as Scripture, Hanukkah is therefore also really not in Scripture. Certainly, we are not told to celebrate Hanukkah. However, we see that there are many holidays we celebrate that are not mentioned in the Bible, but we attribute great meaning to them. Hey, you know, like Christmas, as an example, so as believers let's look at some of the themes of Hanukkah that come from this story and 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 I believe it really makes it such an important holiday for us so i 'm going to talk about five themes. Are you ready? First one is deliverance. God delivered the Maccabees and they received their freedom once again. Secondly cleanse they had to cleanse the temple and don't you know our temple our body mind and spirit needs to be cleansed as well amen thirdly they dedicated the temple and we need to dedicate our temple to the lord fourth the miracle of the lights the 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 light that lasted right it be beyond one day. Yeshua is the light, and we are to receive his light and pass it on to the others. And it shouldn't just last eight days. It should last forever. Amen? Yeah. And uh, the fifth idea that comes from Hanukkah is servant. You say, how is this from Hanukkah? Well, on the menorah, remember, that's the uh, eight candles uh, that are the, usually the same height and one candle, which is higher. The higher candle is called the shamas And this is not only in Messianic Judaism, but in all of Judaism. So you can speak to your Jewish friends about the shamas And you can ask them, well, what does shamas mean? And they'll have to say it means servant. That's if they know what it means. If they don't, then you can tell them what it means. And this candle gives light to the other candles so that they can be a light. And I believe Yeshua modeled servanthood to us. We have been called to serve God first and then all others. So these five words are, I believe, related to each other. We're delivered. We're cleansed. We dedicate our lives We ask to be a light, and we become a servant. So let's look at this a little more deeply. Are you ready? Let's go back to deliverance. That was the first one. So we're delivered from the Romans, but they represent sin in the world. And so Hanukkah is being being about delivered from sin and death. So as an example, Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We are delivered and set free. And this is a great, freedom is a great theme of Hanukkah. We get set free. And John 8.36 says, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Amen? All right. Let's look at cleansed. So we know that the cleansing of the temple was a big portion of the understanding of Hanukkah. And we talked already about that we need to cleanse our temple. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 6.19. Or don't you know that your body is a temple of the Ruach hakod uh, Kodesh, excuse me, who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. See, God wants us to glorify God in our temple, Right? It reminds me of another uh, scripture, Psalm 51. I love the scripture, 12 through 15. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence. Take not your Ruach HaKodesh, again, your Holy Spirit, from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And sustain me with a willing spirit, then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. A cleansed person, a cleansed person feels like he can talk about the Lord and talk about salvation and teach transgressors. There is a great blessing to being cleansed, right? We This takes away the guilt that is in us when we are cleansed. And God promises to cleanse us when we repent. Cleansing is such a great theme of Hanukkah because it's really part of being set free, which we talked about being delivered. Cleansing is, is a wonderful way to be delivered and to be set free. Then the third one that we want to look at is dedication. And whenever I think of the word dedication, I think of Second Chronicles 2, 4. Because it says, Behold, I am building a temple for the name of the Lord my God, to dedicate it to him. And and that phrase right there is is just what dedication is all about. I'm building my temple for the name of God, to dedicate it to him. See what This is what dedication is all about. And then it says to burn before him sweet incense for the continual showbread, for the burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbaths, on the new moons, and on the set feasts of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. And so our dedication, as I like to say, has to look like something. You can say you're dedicated to the Lord, but people have to see your actions to understand what dedication is all about. Now, the fourth item is light, and that is such an important part of Hanukkah. Look, the menorah is a nine-branched candelabrum, and I said this before, the one candle that is higher... Is the Shamus. Now, I told you it lights the other candles each and every night. Though Jewish people don't recognize Yeshua, uh, don't you see this? The concept is the higher candle, in other words, the one that is higher than all the others, serves the others by lighting them. It's, it's a wonderful picture of Yeshua, our Messiah, bringing us light. He is the highest, yet he is the servant of all of us. As the candles are lit by the shamus, we understand our light comes from God. As one of us receives God's light, the room gets brighter. If many candles are lit, the light is even brighter. That's how we become a community of light. I mean, this is so exciting to see the light of God, right? And you know what? If you believe, if you remember from a few months ago when I said it might be that Yeshua was actually born during the time of Sukkot, then that would mean that the light of the world, Yeshua, was conceived during the time of Hanukkah. Ooh, okay, we'll keep going. John 1.9, that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. And then, of course, John 8.12, this is what Yeshua said to them, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So, what a beautiful understanding of hanukkah and and i that's why I want you to bring your Jewish friends over to celebrate Hanukkah with you because you can give them an understanding of hanukkah all right so the last theme that we're talking about is servanthood, the Shamas, right. Higher than others, but serving by bringing the light to others. Isn't that what we call servant leadership? The leader actually is a servant, which causes others to want to lead in the same way. That's that's what Yeshua did. So we see that in Mark ten forty four, he said, and whoever of you desires to be first, shall be a slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You know, we see the beauty and the meaning of this holiday. There are also great lessons to be learned besides these five. Just as the physical temple was defiled, our temple, our body, and our mind, have often been defiled as well. And so the question comes up, and I, I talk about this each year, and each year it seems to be even stronger in my mind. What sins have defiled our temple? Well, you can talk about specific sins, you know, if we lied, or if we did something of that nature, if we had pride. These are specific sins. But, and and normally, I like to talk about specific sins. But I really want to talk about overall sins. And so I have five sins that I believe many of us participate in. So what are these five sins? Well, they're the five isms. You know what an ism is? It's a word that ends in ism. <laughs> so the first... Sin is Hellenism. Number two, progressivism. Three, relativism. Four, emotionalism. And five, super spiritualism. Now, one of the interesting things about these sins is that they all seem good in the beginning. And that's the way sin is, right? It wouldn't lure you if there wasn't a component that was good. Why would you be compelled to do something that you know is bad unless it had some attraction? So these five things actually have attraction. They have people use them. In In our to say good things, and yet they have another aspect which draws us into some really terrible sins that not only hurt us individually but hurt our country, so they are Hellenism, progressivism, relativism, emotionalism, and super spiritualism, and you know what. In order to hear more about those five words and why they are such strong sins, you're going to have to come back next week because I have run out of time. (laughs) So please come back next week. Now, in the meantime, can I get you to um, call Karen? And remember the phone number, 813 831 7-3. Call her and ask her for the booklet, which is Rejoice Always. It's going to bless you. It really will. Remember, by the way, if you're using our Haggadah, the songs are on our website. So go to shereshtavid.org backslash Hanukkah. Spelled with a C-H-A-N-U-K-H. You know, there are many ways to spell Hanukkah. And that'll bring you right to the page where you can sing along with us. You know, I mentioned that it's the end of the year. We certainly could use your financial support. We don't have advertising on this program to give us a revenue stream. We depend completely on your generosity at this time of the year. So, again, call Karen, 813 831 Five six seven three. Finally, at Shoresh David in Tampa at 5.30 this Tuesday, we're having a Hanukkah party, which includes a light dinner. If you and your kids would like to come, we'd love to see you there. Would you let us know if you're coming? Call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray that this broadcast touched your heart, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart.
0: Yeshua HaMashiach Lion of Judah The God of Israel